This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Karaoke time with Christina Woo! and Rayanne. Why is the first song that came to mind? This is so embarrassing. I'm not going to even sing it. But the first song that came to mind when he said karaoke was, I like big butts and I cannot lie. lie. You others can't deny. When the girl walks in. <laughs> is that your go-to karaoke no, song? No, girl, you know I don't really have a go-to karaoke song. I'm so bad at karaoke that... I, rem- I recall. Yes. I recall from that one night at Barney's Beanery. Oh, gosh. I miss that place, actually. Oh, we should go back there we and do should. karaoke. Steve and I talk quite often about the chicken fingers okay, from there. Okay, we should go get chicken tenders there. The yeah. honey mustard is the best honey mustard in the world. If you guys are listening oh. and you're in Los Angeles, you have to go to Barney's Beanery and get their chicken tenders with honey mustard sauce on the side. So good. And onion rings as well. And thank us later. Yeah, we need to go. I, need yeah. I just need some like deep fried food yeah. coming from me. I've been eating out for like weeks, every day, every week. Oh my gosh. I literally said to Steve, I'm deleting every delivery app off my phone. I'm like, I'm deleting, deleting Postmates, DoorDash, Seamless, Grubhub, all of them. How'd that go for you? An hour later, I ordered something. <laughs> I was like, damn it. Wait, how often do you order food in? <laughs> a few times a week. Me too. Yeah. Me too. But we have food in yeah, the house. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's like I go grocery shopping and then I go to Chick-fil-A on the way home. Yes. From grocery shopping. Because I'm just so exhausted. I know. For buying all these groceries. It's so annoying. And now that I have to cook for Nicholas as well. Dude, it's such an added thing. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I find myself cooking for him. And then Steve and I were ordering takeout. I'm like, this <laughs> makes no sense. Wait, what do you cook for a baby? He's been eating chicken, carrots, sweet potatoes, like very, oh. he kind of eats almost everything now. I mean, oh, but the annoying fast. thing is that he doesn't actually eat it. He'll have like a couple bites and then Dewey will eat the rest. And I'm like, all of that work or what? For Dewey. Yeah. Oh, your firstborn child. I know, oh. I know, I know. Anyway. <sighs> Anywho, how are you? Honestly, I'm struggling a little bit. You're struggling. Talk to me. Oh my gosh, this weekend you weren't even on store. I was like on this weekend. So Christine and I haven't seen each other, but I was like, why isn't you were, you kind of took this weekend off stories. I feel like I didn't really see you on the gram much. I wasn't on the gram that much. Actually. I definitely took all Sunday off. I was on Saturday a little bit, but Saturday I was like crying to Steve. Cause I want to go to like this pool party that my friend invited me to. And I was just like, I just feel like I don't have like a social life anymore. And I was getting so sad about it. And he was like, didn't you go to dinner Thursday night with a friend? And I was like, yeah. He's like, didn't you see a friend yesterday? He's like, aren't you going to a pool party today? And it was like super weird. And I'm like, I have this like really bad anxiety about not being around friends all the time. Even though I am like when he said that, I was like, holy shit. I hung out with a friend every single day this week. Yeah. It's weird, but like I get it, it affects me to the point where like, I actually like started crying about like being sad about not hanging out with people, but I was hanging out with people every day. Isn't that weird? I, it's hard to explain. I feel like in some ways, I guess like I mourn a little bit of a life without responsibility. Yeah. Even though like I have this beautiful life, but, and I'm still doing all these things, but I don't know. It's hard to explain. I, I feel like, and this is coming from, I, I it's hard because I am obviously in such a different place, but you might just be feeling overwhelmed by everything, Maybe. like trying to balance it all. Maybe. And it is, I bet that is hard going from having, living your life for just you and Steve and you can do whatever. Yeah. And then that completely changes. Like, yeah. I mean, I think about, I'm like, I don't know how, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. I really don't. But the thing is that like, I'm still doing things, but like. I don't know. It's like, I guess I have this like weird anxiety that I've never had before. And maybe it is just being overwhelmed from everything. I don't fucking know. But I'm sorry you're feeling like that. That's not fun. And you know what? I think that like summer gives me anxiety just in general. Like I feel like there's all these things I want to do. And there's like, there is like a lot of pressure to have fun and like be doing cool shit. And I think on top of that, coming out of the pandemic. Oh my God. It has been like, no, it's been like, 
People, there is so much pressure to be having the most fun, doing the most things, going to parties, seeing people, traveling. I think there's so much pressure to be doing the most. And we just, it's like out of nowhere, out of nowhere. It's literally in the last few weeks, the pendulum has just swung. A hundred percent. You're gone every weekend. Yeah. I'm gone every single weekend. Not every single weekend. I'm here. I'm in LA two weekends. Dude, that is so crazy. I know. I'm planning on being gone for three weeks over the summer and still have nothing booked. And our schedules are completely opposite. Completely opposite. Like we really need to consult each other before I we know. book things. It's okay. It'll be fine. Honestly, I am very, very happy that the world is opening up and everything is adjusting. I think it just takes some getting used to. So if you're feeling like me and have a little bit of anxiety, know that you're not alone. Yeah. But I will say, I know it's like when I think your feelings are completely valid, but I'm sure it's like that. I can't imagine the adjustment of going from your life has come done a complete 180. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am proud of you. I feel like you're always hanging out with like other mamas and you're doing stuff. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, no, I am doing stuff. It'll be good. Yeah. But my husband for sure thinks I'm lost my fucking mind. (laughs) Oh my God. And sometimes I agree. (laughs) Like sometimes we need Steve to be like, Christina. No, honestly, he puts me in check sometimes and it's very, very helpful. Okay. Because thank I can you, be crazy. Steve. Anyways, how, how are you doing, Ray? I'm doing good. I had like a weird second date last night. Um, what happened? The conversation just got like, I don't know how to say it without just coming out and saying it. Mm-hmm. Say it. He was just like, so what do you like? And I was like, I like a lot of things. What do you mean? What do I like? He was like, you know what I mean? And it just got into a very sexual conversation, like very quickly for mm-hmm. like a, for, for a second date. And I was just like, what? But then he still said, he's like looking for, I was like, okay, is this guy just looking for a physical relationship? And I normally wouldn't ask that so soon, but because we had this full conversation of like this sexual conversation, I was like, Okay. What are you looking for? Like, I just am like, I normally don't have these kind of conversations on second date. So I just like came out and asked it. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I mean, the a relationship is the end goal. If I like meet someone and that happens, which I feel like everyone says that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asked me what I wanted and you know what? I feel like I'm kind of lost on what I actually want right now. Do I actually want to be in a relationship? Like I'm really enjoying like, this is kind of how it was in my mind. And I didn't articulate myself well last night. I am having fun dating and doing other things with these men in my life, because to be honest, I haven't really had that much male attention until now. And I'm just like having a really good time and like enjoying it. And I would only, I guess I would only be like, yes, I want a relationship if the right person came into my life. Yeah. That makes total sense. Is that, does that make, so like when someone asked me, what are you looking for? Like, I guess he kind of said that too. I was like, I will only be like, I will, will be in a relationship if it's the right person. Like, I'm not like, I'm not like, some you don't of my like fr- need a boyfriend. Yeah. Some of my friends right now are dating. Like they are like, I am searching for a boyfriend. They're like, they don't want casual sex. They don't want to mess around like whatever, which I'm kind of like, well, if we like get on and we're having a good time, like I'm not like that cut, like cutthroat right right now. So it was just interesting. I told him, I was like, this is the weirdest second date I've ever had. That is weird. I kind of do feel like he was acting like that. He's just trying to fuck. And he's just trying to tell you that he kind of wants a relationship just to keep that open. But I feel like guys do that where they kind of like in a weird way, trying to like almost manipulate women into having sex with them. I I didn't. I was like, but I'm not saying that you did, but I kind of feel like, you know what I mean? I feel like if a guy is talking about that so soon, Right. He's trying to like have sex and hoping that you will. And then it's like, oh, but like, let me tell her I want a relationship. I know. Because just to keep that door open. But honestly, right now I'm like so busy and have so I'm like, it's not like I'm like, this sounds so bad, Christina, but like I have options. So I'm just not like, that doesn't sound bad at all. I'm just like, if he doesn't reach and and before when I started dating, I would be like, oh my God, he hasn't reached out, whatever. But I'm like, honestly, I have so much going on. Like if he reaches out, cool. If he doesn't like, okay. I think that is the ultimate attitude to have. Yeah. But can I tell you, I met this guy at a party the other day and it was really, really interesting. We were talking to him about dating. uh Uh-huh. And he kind of made this comment about how 
It was, I feel like we need to have a guy on here who's single trying to date. Like, you know who I want to have on podcast? Who? I have a huge crush on this guy. Who? And you know him on Instagram. Who? Rod and TikTok. Uh, <laughs> I have a Wait, huge- Wait, is he in LA? No, he's in New York, but oh, we, we follow still- each other. And Wait, he I kind of think he was gay. Is he? Oh, I have no idea. Oh my God, I totally thought he was straight. Wait, why did I just assume that? The amount of gay guys I have given my number to in Los Angeles is this too much. Uh, he's hilarious. I love him. I have such a big crush on him. Okay, so this guy that I met, he was like the super, super nice guy and he's dating. And it was interesting hearing his perspective on dating in LA. And he kind of felt like, he kind of said something along the lines of how like women try and sleep with him the first night and that's not what he wants. And he kind of feels like women try to have sex on like really quickly. And I was like, what? And it was really weird hearing his perspective. And I wish like I talked to him more about it or that oh you could talk gosh. to him about it too. And he kind of made it, the way he was saying it was as if he feels like women are trying to have sex early to make guys like them. Mm. And that that's how he felt. Interesting. It, yeah, it was, it was a... I'm not, it was a perspective I haven't heard. I before. also, I also am curious. Like, I feel like post pandemic dating, right? People are hor- people, people are, are horny, horny, and they are like people are like getting down and dirty. Clearly, well, last yeah. night, freaking. I think that's. So, do you think that's just it, or do you think that women do try and use sex to like make a guy like them? I think sometimes women will be like, "Oh, if I have sex with him, he'll like me." Yeah. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, we should, I do want to have a guy on here. I almost got one of the guys I dated in Denver on. I, I, I think we need someone completely objective. I think we need something completely freely. objective, but that would have been funny. But he was like, he won't do it. I'm going to ask He's my chicken. friend about this guy's we, number. Maybe we can reach out to him. Yeah, we should reach out to him. Actually, I also have a friend who lives in Santa Monica. He would come on. Ooh. I really think he would. All right. Let us know you guys, if you think this is something you want to hear. Yeah. A single guy in LA. Single guy in LA dating. Oh, that would be interesting. We got to do it. Um, okay. Well, today we're going to talk about girl code. Girl code. So we got this message. Um, we got this me- message on the Confident Collective Instagram. Ray is going to read it. I'm going to read it. And it kind of sparked this whole conversation and something that we wanted to talk about. Yes. And I'm really sorry. I had it pulled up and I thought I screenshotted it and I did it two seconds. Well, in the meantime, if you guys are loving this podcast, please make sure to rate and like leave us a review on Apple. Um, and if you're listening and love it, just take a screenshot of the podcast and make sure to tag Ray and I on Instagram and tag the confident collective so we could see that you're listening it and share it as well. Yes. It makes me so happy. It when makes I see me it. literally the happiest. And I'm like, oh my God. When I see yes. people listening to the podcast and sharing it, it's my favorite thing ever. It makes me so happy. Actually at the wedding this weekend, my friend's mom came up to me and she was like, man, I know you don't want to hear this from a six-year-old woman, but I look forward to your episodes every Tuesday. And really? Like, oh my gosh. That's yes. so nice. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I probably needed to stop talking <laughs> about having sex. Oh, no. no, it's fine. Yeah. Oh my God. She's yeah. probably living vicariously through you. Probably. And we will put a link to also our secret Facebook group in the show notes. Um, so you can request to join, um, because girls have been like, Hey, let's do Chicago meetup. Let's do it. And I'm like, oh, I, I know come. I love that's happening. I know I get FOMO too. FOMO and stay tuned. Christina and I are working on also some in-person events if you're in LA. Um, so we'll also put a link to our email list, uh, in the show notes, because if you're a new, a new listener, actually, we used to do monthly in-person fitness, fitness events before the pandemic, and they were so much fun. So fun. I like, we are back. We're going to be back to doing in-person events, and we always send out those uh, invites. Then we have limited capacity so um, to the email list first, so you want to make sure you're subscribed. Um, any other housekeeping things? I tried no, to jump I right think in. that's it. Let's do it. Okay, so this is the message we got, which spurred our uh, Girl Code episode. Um, Hi, friends. Can we get an episode on Girl Code? I was seeing a guy for the last few months who I recently found out didn't break up with his girlfriend like he told me he had before we started seeing one another. I found out a week ago they're very much still dating. After we'd had months of an emotional and physical relationship, I confronted him about it when I discovered it. Then he ghosted me. Am I supposed to reach out to her and tell her and send her screenshots of combos? Am I just, 
reacting to him hurting and ghosting me, or am I the one who is supposed to tell her? Is telling her making this any better for any of us or hurting them both just because I'm hurt? I'm extremely hurt, but does that mean I should hurt her too? Or is it me telling her just getting a a reaction out of him? Ugh, I feel sick about it. And this has just totally blown my confidence and trust in dating. I'm feeling both guilty and hurt and so confused. Ah, I feel this. Mm -hmm. And I think just like reading your message, I can, it seems like you, I feel, I I feel you. Um, that stomach, that like hit in your stomach when you find out. Um, and it is hard because it's like, what is the balance of like telling them and hurting her? But I always think of like, what would you want? You know what I mean? Like if you were dating someone, would you want to know that they were seeing other people? I would. I would too. I think that situation is messy and complicated, but I don't think you're being selfish by telling her. I think that you're being honest and I think that she should know. And then it's up to her to make that decision on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is actually very similar. Christine and I are going to share a couple of stories where we had to, where girl code came into play. And so basically a friend of mine were out at dinner one night and there was like a table of six, like really cute guys. Like I'm talking we later found out they were firefighters, like very cute. And they were leaving the restaurant and I just went up to them and I said, Hey, my friend and I saw you over there. We think you're really cute. Would you want to get a drink with us later? Anyway, we exchanged numbers and we end up going to get a drink with them later. We have a really fun time. We're like playing games, drinking, just having a great time. Um, and very long story short, my friend and I go back to our hotel with two of them, you know, la da 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 da. I'll let you insinuate what happens. And honestly, don't really think anything of it for like a couple weeks. And then I'm like, get a DM from one of you, a follower who I have DM'd for like years. Like our messages go back and forth. So it's like, I know people like, would you DM me a lot? Like I know you, like, I'm like, I feel like I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, it's so-and-so like, Mm -hmm. Oh, Hey girl. And she's like, so random, but the topic of bloggers came up at dinner the other night. And my boyfriend said, Oh, we met this girl the other weekend on our guys weekend. She came up to us and said she was a blogger and Basically, she knew where I was that weekend and he was having a guy's weekend there as well. And she was like, hold on a second. Is this her? And showed me a picture. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's her. And so I go to her. I'm like, I'm thinking I'm just like, how am I reading this? Like, okay, I'm like, what? So she messaged you. She messaged me and said, basically, you met my boyfriend the other weekend. And but she was playing it off like it wasn't like anything. And so I go to her page. Cause I don't know. There was a group of six of them and I see who her boyfriend is. And my stomach just drops. It is the guy, my friend, you know, and I'm like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I was like, I, I I've never met this girl, but I feel like I know her. And I was like, had that same kind of conflict of like, is it my place to tell her? She's not like a friend that I've, I know personally. Um, but then I thought, okay, if it was me and I was in a relationship, I feel like I would respect another girl to tell me. So I don't waste my time. I feel like being like being lied to and deceived. So I remember you called and you were like, I don't know what to do. I don't know oh, what yeah, to talk do. to you and Steve about yeah, it. You were like bugging out. And I was like, dude, I think you need to tell. Yeah. And so I basically sent her a DM and I was like, this is so weird, but can you call me? And I call her thinking that she had an inkling. She knew something happened because of the message was so strange. Kind of, Not strange, but I just felt like she, she knew something was up because a lot of times we do know something's up. Yeah. And I basically told her. And she was so caught off guard and I felt absolutely horrible. Um, and then we ended up, I basically just told her everything that happened. Um, and 
I will say one thing that I respected so much of her. She was so kind to like me the through all of this. And I think she really exemplified girl code in that way too, because even though I basically was like, Hey, this happened with your boyfriend. Like I, like we were the other girls who were like, like she could have easily taken it out on us. Right. And she didn't. And I just thought that was like, I was just like, wow, she's like a good, like she's a good bitch. Like she treated me with so much kindness and respect through everything, even though she was completely devastated and heartbroken. And, um, I mean, getting back to that, basically all of these guys also, practice boy code, I guess, and told her that I was making it up and that none of this ever happened and that it was all a lie. So she was stuck in this. Finally, he came clean and, um, came clean about it. And then it's in her hands as to what she wants to do. But I just felt like I, I owed it to her to tell her. Um, but that was a really tough girl code situation because I don't, you don't want to hurt anyone either. Yeah, but I just feel like it's so much better to know, right? Because she would like, I, I think if you hook up with someone and you find out that they have a girlfriend, I, I think it is girl code to tell, no matter the situation, in my opinion. But then this I guess is, it's like, why, why are you getting into like interfering with other people's lives? But like, ugh, I just feel like if a guy is fucking hooking up and cheating on his girlfriend, that guy's a dick and his spot should be blown up and the girl should know what she's getting herself into. I kind of feel like, yeah, if we all keep these guys accountable, like, like maybe guys will learn that they can't get away with the shit. Yeah. Like why are guys fucking doing that? It's because they think they can get away with it. Fuck that. Men, like, it is not okay to cheat on your fucking woman. But see, I know. And then, but this is another situation where it's like, I felt like in that situation, because she reached out to me and I had a little bit of a relationship, I should tell, but do you DM a random girl? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I would, if I were a random girl or if like, if I was dating someone and someone random hooked up with my boyfriend or my husband or whatever, I would want to know. I would want to know. <sighs> and I'm very, very curious if you're listening, what you think. We're going to have to do a poll on this in our Facebook group. Because I really want to know what people think, if they would want to know or not. I don't know. Sorry, I'm stumped because I... (sighs) What? Because of that other situation. Okay, tell everyone that other situation. Oh my gosh, honestly, I don't know if I'm ever going to let my boyfriend go on a boy's trip because (laughs) after two times now, so that situation was a boy's trip where they all said that I was lying, which pissed me off. I was like, that's scummy. Every single one of those guys know exactly what happened Mm -hmm. and they're covering up for each other. And I was like, oh, that made me so mad. In Mexico City, Mm -hmm. we met some guys on a guy's trip and oh, they were on a guy's trip. They weren't living there. No, they were on a guy's trip from New York. And anyway, it wasn't anything. It was like a kiss, whatever. Kissed a guy. Mm-hmm. And he said that he was broken up with his girlfriend, but he added me on Instagram and I followed him and they are all over each other's Instagrams. Like there was no gap. Like I see no point of a breakup. So you're wondering if you should reach out to this girl. <laughs> well, now I am. I wasn't before, but now I am. I don't know. I don't know. I, oh I my under, god! I, under, I have. Dr- I feel sick. Sorry. I, I hate this stuff. Sorry. I hate this. Yeah. I, why? Why can't guys just go on a guy's trip and like, if you have a girlfriend, just just say you have a girlfriend. Right. What is up? I don't know, but I do understand how those situations are different because I feel like yes. So that's similar to who, uh, you, who messaged us saying she doesn't know her. I feel like that though, in the situation where we got the DM about a month, months long relationship that was physical and emotional, I say she should tell her. Yeah. I think it's super important. I think, I think it's so fucking awkward and you might be hated for a minute, but I think at the end of the day, like you are saving someone else in another situation or at least like helping another girl in some way, even if she like might think you're a bitch who hooked up with her boyfriend. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But hopefully she'll be like the girl who I had an interaction with who was understanding. It was interesting. I was talking to Steve before doing this episode. I was like, Steve, do you guys have guy code or boy code or whatever? He's like, oh yeah. I was like, what is your interpretation of guy code? And he pretty much said like, oh, if your friend like does something shady, you have your friends back. I was like, 
Steve, that is fucked up. He's like, I know. He's like, it is fucked up. But would you, if you're, okay, here, here, here. If you're, if you went on a girl's trip and one of your girlfriends hooked up, hooked up with a guy and you know her boyfriend, would you tell the boyfriend? See, I don't know. I feel like girl code. What's girl code? That's girl code. You don't, you you don't don't tell. Right. But if you're friends with a guy, I don't, I don't know. Shit. This, this stuff is messy. This is messy. How about all of us just be loyal? Yeah. And be honest. I think I wouldn't tell. I, I think I would have my girls back. I'd be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? I would, I, I, I would. Yeah, exactly. I would be like, girl, what is going on? Right. This, ain't, this is not cool, but it's not my place to tell. I actually had a friend in college who I was like super close with. And she had like this long-term boyfriend, but she always hooked up with other guys. And, and it kind of bothered me in a weird way. And I, and I remember thinking about it, like looking back on the time and I never said anything to her boyfriend or anything like that, but I, I can't tell if I'm being honest, if I was jealous that like she had a boyfriend and like still got attention from other guys and was hooking up with them when I was like single and lonely You're as like fuck. A single, hello. Or, or if I thought she was doing something wrong. Do you know what I mean? I, I think there was a fine line there between. I think it was probably a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. yeah. All right. Tell me, has there been a time where you're like had to do, had to practice girl code or girl code was at play or like anything that sticks out in your mind? Okay. I don't have a situation like that, but I remember, and I think I might've shared a story like this before, but I remember I was hardcore played out with my friend um, who ditched me to hang out with a guy like multiple, multiple times. And it would always be like some story. And the last time it happened, we went to an event. She came over my place first and it was an event that she had and she invited me to. And then she's like, I need to leave early. I don't feel well. Like my stomach hurts or whatever. So she dropped me off at my place and then she was supposed to go home. And then I ended up taking Dewey out that night and like walked him up on block and I saw her car still there. And she was like texting someone the entire night. And pretty much she just like ditched me to hang out with a guy. And it was just like so shady. And like, there's all these other red flags with her as a friend. Um, and that was like the last time we ever hung out. Cause I was like, I don't need this, this person in my life, like this sort of energy. Mm-mm. But another situation, and I think this is super important girl code. And we'll like read some of your interpretations of girl code after this. But when Steve and I were in Turks and Caicos, there was this girl there who ended up doing a solo trip. And I love that she did a solo trip. I was like, good for her. This girl like wanted a vacay whatever. She like, none of her friends wanted to go. So she ended up doing a trip on her own. Like long story short, she was staying at the same hotel with us. Like, you know me, I talked to everyone. So I became like friendly with her in the ocean or in the sea. And the next day (laughs) in the sea, the Caribbean, in the Caribbean, um, literally that's how we met. I was like, hi, (laughs) I love you so much. (laughs) So the next day we were doing, um, a snorkel, like booze cruise sort of thing. And it was a snorkel trip. It's like this iguana Island. And they had like beer and they had like this like jungle juice sort of thing. And anyways, the people on our boat ended up being like super partiers. And like, it was really fun. We ended up just drinking a lot. We got to the Iguana Island and everyone went off on their own. And I was like looking for this girl. Cause I like wanted to include her with Steve and I, cause I just felt bad for her, but she kind of disappeared. So we went got on the back, uh, back on the boat. I was like, Hey, like what happened to you? And she's like, oh, I ended up like going off and like smoking weed with the guys who are running the tour. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Go off girl. Have fun. Like, that's awesome. Anyways, make a long story short, she ended up getting like super fucked up and like was passing out on the boat. So Steve ended up like carrying her, revived her back to life. It was like a whole big thing. We ended up like walking her back to her room. It was like this whole thing. But I was like, Steve's like, what do we do? I was like, we have to make sure she gets to her room. Okay. And at that point I felt like it was our responsibility and mostly my responsibility because like that girl, like if no one was looking out for her, she could have just been left with those guys who known like what have happened to her, or she could have been like left out on the beach. Like no one would have taken care of her. No one would have made sure she had water. No one would have like made sure she was okay. Like she could have gotten like super sick. So that is something that I feel like that's like major girl code. If you see yeah. a girl in a vulnerable position, like you help her out, you make sure she's okay. Even if she's a stranger Yes, or someone you just met in the sea. A hundred percent. I love that you did that. Like that. I mean, I mean, that's why we got my got a, share, my fair share of like being that girl. Yeah. We got to watch out for each other. Though. I think that's really important. Oh, hundred percent. Especially like, you know, sometimes when you see a girl at a bar or at a club and she's fucking wasted and you see like creepy guys like yeah. surrounding her. We got to watch out for Those are the type girl. of girls that I feel like need rescuing sometimes. And mm-hmm. like, 
I feel like that's girl code. That's very important to me. Yeah. I completely agree. Trying to think if I had any situations like that. Oh, I think all my girl code ones have been like involving douchebag men. My, one of my best friends DM'd me about this. She's like, I'll tell you what I think girl code is, Cree. Um, Girl code is when you see your friend acting a fucking fool in public, you don't embarrass her. Okay. You hold, you got her back. You vouch for her. You stand up for her. You act like everyone else is crazy. Whatever she's doing, you back her up. But when you get home, you say, what the fuck is wrong with you? And you put her in her place and you tell her what's up and you're respectful. And you, t- cause I feel like that's super important. Like that's girl code too, like having your friends back, but letting them know what's up. Like in that. Yeah being honest with each other is super important and respecting each other. I love that. Yeah. It was super funny. I also think the girl- same friend also told me that she punched her other friend's friend, boyfriend and ex-boyfriend in the face. She was like, if that's not girl code, I don't, I know, don't know what it is. is. Oh, I've thrown a drink in a guy's face uh, before. And then my friend apologized to him for me throwing. I was like, how oh, the girl dare that you? you defending? <laughs> that shit always happens. I was like, how dare you? We've moved on now, but <laughs> we always joke about it now. But I also think girl code is not ever undermining your friend to make yourself look cool, especially when you're around guys. I've had friends do that where they like maybe throw you under the bus a little bit or make fun of you to try and like become like hardy har har with the guys. I have no time for that shit. Like I, I mean, I've said this before. I'm like a girl's girl. Like I, I, I honestly like if I don't have any guy, like I, I'm, I'm, I, like I said to you, I, I think that if I had a guy friend, something probably would happen because that's just what, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's never platonic on both sides. I don't need, I've said this in every episode, Ryan, get over it. But I just don't need guy friends really. Like I need girls. Like we need our girls. And my little sister actually once broke girl code. We were surfing and she is, she's a, the type of girl, love you, Justine. She doesn't have very, she, she has a lot of guy friends. She's always has. And our surf instructor was so hot, like super sexy. And, um, she made a comment. I can't even remember about like in front of our surf instructor, my other friend, Aaron had peed in her wetsuit and Justine called her out on it in front of the guy to, to try, her to and, try like, make her look cool. Yes. Justine. And Aaron, and Aaron was like, just. that's funny actually you know something I just thought of and I don't know if this like girl code or not but like it still kind of bothers me when I think about it I don't know how it just came to mind but so when we were seniors in high school after prom we all went down to Wildwood New Jersey and we like stayed down there and had a hotel for the weekend did you guys do that after prom um I wasn't that cool in high school okay so people probably did but not me (laughs) okay (laughs) well anyways we did that and I remember I like made out with this guy and all we did was like kiss. And anyways, like, a, like girls were like kind of mean to me afterwards for it. Like that I hooked up with him. Meanwhile, like he wasn't dating anyone. It was someone else wanted to like make out with him. Pretty much. This is so stupid and embarrassing to admit, but we all had a list of guys that we wanted to make out with that weekend. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's the so, honest truth. Okay. So we all fucking school. had a list of like 10 guys. And most of us had like the same guys on each other's list. Be- well, there's only so many guys. There's only so many eligible guys. Okay. So like all of our lists like had repeats. So I made out with this guy. Anyways, I didn't find out till months later that this guy told people I gave him head. <gasps> And I was just like, what? I would like literally stutter, drop, drop. Mm-hmm. Like, never even seen a penis. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And like, I was so offended. And this girl who I was like, anyways, friends with, she kind of, she didn't believe me. And she was like, okay. And she was kind of like talking down to me. And it was like so condescending. And it really hurt because one, I couldn't even believe this guy made it up. And I had no That's idea so until months up. later that this rumor was going on, um, around about me. Uh, but I don't know. Is that girl code like in that situation where you believe your friend? I feel like she was kind of a little jealous that I made out with him. So like she yeah. was kind of like throwing me under the bus and took it. In. And part of me like even wonders like, did he like actually say that? Or did people just like insinuate it mm-hmm. and like he didn't lie about it? Do you know what and I mean? And then it just kind of ran oh, wild. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Anyways. Anyway. Dang. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to go through and read some of your interpretations of girl code, and then we'll get into some stories that you shared. Um, girl code. Chicks before dicks. If you know someone's cheating on one of your friends, you tell them. 
Not doing something you know would hurt your girl. Respect, flat out. That's girl code. Helping girls when guys are being creepy slash dangerous. Mm-hmm. Loyalty to your friend over any guy, no matter what. Support all women, born women, becoming women, new women, not dating or hooking up with your good friends, exes and or love interests. Yep. Um, and I feel like that's kind of like overall people's interpretation of girl code, right? Yeah. I think that kind of covers, covers it. it and covers like all the stories we just shared too. Yeah. So we're going to share some of the ones that you guys sent in and we'll give you our thoughts. Yeah. Okay. You read one of yours first. Cause you have a few more. Okay. Hi, Christina. I've been following you since our birthing class. Still impressed at Steve's twerking abilities, blah, 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 blah. Okay. It's crazy. This is coming up for you right now because two, do- two days ago, I ran into a major girl code situation and still don't know what to do. Our good friend O was dating another friend A for years, but they had a really bad breakup and she moved back East to get away from it. And we stayed friends with O. He went through a lot to improve his mental health in the last few years and finally met an amazing girl, E, who our whole friend group loves and have gotten really close to. They moved in together recently and are really happy. Another friend in our group is getting married soon and invited both A and E to her bachelorette. I was talking to E about the bachelorette and asked, how do you feel about meeting A? Normal question, right? It turns out she had no idea who A is. O hasn't told her about his ex-girlfriend at all, even though he knows they're going to meet really soon. I was shocked and just smoothed over the moment without saying anything and hopefully not raising any red flags. I don't feel like it's my place at all to interfere with anyone's relationship. I've gotten so close to E, my heart is aching for her because she's going to find out at the bachelorette and she's going to be blindsided. Is it breaking girl code not to say anything at all? Or am I doing the right thing, minding my own business? I think she should let her know that the ex-girlfriend's going to be there. I think so too. But does the ex-girlfriend know that the new girlfriend's going to be there? I don't know. There's a lot of like missing parts, but I do think like if she's friends with the guy too, I think that maybe have a conversation with him and be like, Hey, like, dude, what's going on? Like, I didn't mean to like get into anyone's business, but I just assumed that like, yeah, your girlfriend knowed about your ex-girlfriend. Like they're going to meet this week. And like, I didn't want to like get involved, but like, I feel like she should know. Otherwise she's going to be super uncomfortable. Do you want to say something? If not, like, I feel like I have to say something. Yeah. I think that's how I would handle the situation. Give him the chance to be like, Hey, I know you're going to this bachelorette. My ex-girlfriend is going to be there. I just want to let you know. Cause who knows? Like maybe they made a point to like never talk about their exes. Yeah. I would let him know, but I, I mean, if I showed up to a bachelorette and I didn't know that my new boyfriend's ex-girlfriend was going to be there, I'd be a little bit caught off guard. Same. So I feel like she needs to know in any sort of way, uh, but I feel like maybe give him the opportunity to tell her first. To say it. Because yeah. maybe he's like, oh, I don't want to like, who knows what his intentions right. are. Like maybe he's not trying to hide anything. Yeah. Maybe it's not like malicious so that he didn't say anything, but maybe- they just maybe he know. just needs to hear from another girl. Hey, if like I, he might not even realize something's wrong. Right. I w- yeah. I completely agree. I think that's what she should do. All right. Just give him the chance. I agree. Okay. Uh, the next one. Big advocate for girl code here. So me and my friends went out to dinner and they brought some boys along. And the topic got onto another friend of ours who had gotten with one of the guys at the dinner table. Anyway, one of the girls goes on to spill the beans that our friend had actually contracted an STD and they all laughed about it and were about to, about to go in on it. I re- I reminded them that chatting shit about your friends, especially something as intimately private as that was beyond wrong. The issue we have as women is that we um, compete with one another, society tells us to, and bring other women down behind her back when she can't defend herself as a violation. I also reminded the boys who also were her friends that girl code can apply to them too. Don't let your friends chat shit about your other friends. It's bad karma and it's plain wrong. I think that was pretty bold to stand up and say like, Hey, we shouldn't be talking about this girl. She's not here. Same. But I'm also very curious because if she hooked up with the guy at the table, does he have an STD too? Like, is he in on it? Like, yeah, that was kind of confusing. Did he give her the STD? Right. Like what's going on there? But that is like pretty shitty. And I'm happy that that girl stood up for a friend. And I don't, I would hope that if I was in that situation, I would, do the same. I also don't think like any, if like you told me you had an STD, I wouldn't go up to our other friends and be like, did you hear Christina got an STD? Right. Like, like, right. That's well. not something you share or spread. <laughs> no, I feel like. I do feel like sometimes in front of guys, kind of like what you're saying, women say other things to like bring each other down and to be like sound cooler or sound yes. like the one that they'd want to be with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I feel like in those group settings, girls will try and become like buddy, buddy with the guys and say things or do things that maybe might throw another girl under the bus or like poke fun at her or tease her. And I just think 
yeah, that's not cool. I think it's pretty bold that you, she stood up and didn't just go along with it and was like, hey, let's not do that. Agreed. So good for you, girl. Good for you. All right. Here's another one. When I was an exchange student in Porto, my flatmate and I went out for an exchange student's night. She wore some high heels. And I told her before we left that it's a bad idea and unnecessary since it was like a buffet dinner or something. I wore sneakers to be comfy, but she wore them anyways. The rule I broke was we came together, we leave together. While there, I met some people that I really clicked with and they asked if we wanted to go look for a club and party. It was still early and I really wanted to go, but she kept complaining that her feet hurt and she wants to go home. So I kind of told her she should go, but I want to stay out. She didn't speak to me the next day, but to be honest, I don't feel bad for it. I had a crazy night. That was a blast. One of my most memorable nights. And I thought it was unfair that I had to go home because she made a stupid decision. I agree. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Call me. I kind of agree with her that like in that situation, I would have wanted to go out too. Same. But does that make us horrible? I don't think so. Like the thing is she could have been like, okay, let's go back, change your shoes and let's go out right. or something. But it sounded like but, that girl just wanted to go home. But also like, I don't know that, you know, sometimes that's not easy. If you're like somewhere and you meet a group of people and they're like, Hey, we're going here now. It's like, Oh, let's sorry. Like, let me, I would resent in an my, hour. Do I would know? resent my friend. If she went out without you. Or no, if she wore, if she would be pissed at her, if I had to go back cause your feet hurt me too. Oh, well that's hard. But that's hot. When you're like in, you're studying abroad, you're meeting people. I know. I mean, okay. Some of my friends, like my friend, Hannah, she always wants to go to bed early. So now it's like, we just communicate that. Mm-hmm. And I guess we're not like in, I guess maybe when we travel, I, it's always been in like situations where we're like in college or in like, but you just say her places. Yeah. If she wants to go, Oh like, yeah. Like this weekend, we go back to the hotel room and some of us went and, went and kept partying. And I was like, bye Hannah. Like she's like, and she's like, bye. Like we just know that like mm-hmm. she goes to bed early and I stay out. Right. And it's just like, it's not like, so I think maybe it comes down to communication, but I don't know. But then there's been other situations mm-hmm. where I've been out and I can share this story because I love her to death and she's one of my best friends and we've worked through this, but she knew I was pissed. She ditched me for basically met a Broncos player and ditched me for a guy and I had to go home alone and I was pretty pissed, but I don't know the shoe thing. I don't know. Why is this one so hard? If you were the one who met the Broncos player that you saw thought was super sexy and you wanted to leave with and she got pissed at you, like, would you want to leave with him? I think that, I think this is a tough situation because essentially you're talking about putting someone's like happiness over your own. Right. I know. I just don't know. It was just like, if it was just me and my friend, Mm -hmm. I just don't think, and it turns out, I mean, he's a complete scumbag. It's just like never worth it. And like, luckily like we worked through it. And I think maybe it's just like, if it happens once or twice, like once. Okay. But if it's like a repetitive thing, yeah, that's a complete, if it's a repetitive thing, it's a different story. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, cause like, like this story, I would want to go out and have fun. And like, if my friend's feet were hurting, I wouldn't really want to go back. I think that as long as your friend is getting home safe and is okay, then I feel like it's okay to go out and continue having fun if you want to. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sorry. I'm realizing, I think I broke girl code recently. (laughs) What happened? In Mexico city, we sent our friend home in an Uber. She was so tired, but she was like, stay, stay. So I put her in an Uber and sent her home and I tracked the Uber and made sure, but that's kind of bad as in Mexico city. And she was really drunk. Oh my God. I totally right, broke girl code. Cause you left her and she was super drunk. But, she, but you, but you did the best because you were like, thought you were being super responsible at the time by tracking her, making her, she, making sure she was getting home safe. Yeah. Gosh, I feel like girl code is messier than girl we thought going into messy. it. We thought it was like super black and white, but maybe it's not. It's not black and white. Cause sometimes it's like, you do want to have. That's hard. I think that in this girl situation, the Porto situation, I feel like I'm the friend who wants to go out more. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if I've been in the situation where I want to go home, 
I shouldn't be mad at my friends for wanting to continue going out. That's what I think too. Like if you're studying abroad, if you're traveling and you've come all this way to like experience this and have fun and like you're on vacation, Mm -hmm. I do think sometimes even on the other side, if it's like, no, I want to go home. That's like a a little bit selfish too. It is a little selfish. And it's selfish if you want to go out. Right. So it's like, you're both being selfish. Like who compromises? Right. Or maybe you both do your own thing. Both do your own thing. Yeah. That's okay too. Yeah. I think that settles it. Okay. Settled. I feel good about that. All right. Do you have another one? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh girl. So I feel like part of girl code is not flirting with the guy your friend has a crush on or is talking to, right? Like even if I'm friends with him, I'm going to let her have his attention. So my best friend of like 11 years now snaps the guy I'm into constantly and they're each other's number one best friend on snap and she's invited him over to her place and out to bars without inviting me. And apparently she's all over him so much that people think they're together and his friends had to ask him if he was into her, not a great situation, but I feel like that's breaking girl code, especially because they only know each other through me. By the way, when the friends asked if he was into her, he said no. And when I brought this up with her, she was like, OMG, no, we're just friends. I think that if you know your friend likes someone and I think, I think if you know your friend likes someone, there's no point in you trying to like be their best friend. Right. Just let her have that space. Let her pursue that. In my opinion. Agreed. What happens if you meet you and your friend are both out and you meet a guy and you both like him? Is it like the person who voiced it first? Gets him because like, see, that's hard. I think that is hard. I don't know the right answer to that. I really don't. I feel like I've seen a couple messages like that. And that's like a common thing. (sighs) Yeah. Like who, how do you handle that? I don't know. But do you know what that reminds me of? Have you seen that movie with Kate Hudson and Jennifer Goodwin? It was a book. I think it's called Something's Gotta Give. Did I make that up? No, that sounds like a movie title, but it is a movie title as well. Oh, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah. Um, It's really good. But essentially it was like this girl had the biggest crush on her like best friend from law school. And then they were like going out one night and her best friend from college came out. And anyways, her best friend from college ended up like hooking up with him and getting engaged to him and all this sort of stuff. But meanwhile, she had, sorry, I don't know what just happened. Like a huge (laughs) crush on him the entire time. Interesting. You'll have to watch the rest of the movie to figure out to figure what out what happens. happens. I mean, I feel like that's so hard. Like if you're both out or you both meet a guy or what if you both match on an app? You're in the same city. You both I feel match. like that happens to you sometimes. I know that has happened to a couple of friends, like where we both match with a guy. Luckily, it's never gone anywhere. But what if, what if like you both match with a guy and are talking to him? Like who, how do you, or do, in my opinion, know. at that situation, and maybe this is fucked up. But I think whoever has the better connection with him, how can you claim someone over someone when someone else likes them too and like ends up wanting to have a relationship and they have a better connection? Do you know what I mean? Like that's awkward, but as fuck. But I feel like if you're a good friend, you should be happy for your other friend at the same time. And I think a little bit different. It's like dating someone else's ex or something like that. Right. But Mm -hmm. if it's like a stranger and you're both kind of into him and one of your friends has like a better connection, like- then I think it's up to you as a friend to have that conversation with your other friend and be like, Hey, like, you know, you're kind of into him. I'm really into him too. And like, we've been talking, like, I just want to let you know that we're kind of dating. And like, I hope that that's okay with you. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah, that's so difficult because it's like, is it worth it? I'm like trying to think of it. I think also too, like if it was one of my best closest, closest friends, let's mm-hmm. say we lived like, I just feel like, is it worth risking hurting that friendship for the beginning talking stages with a guy? Yeah. Because I can tell you a lot can change from date one to date five. 100% you're right. A lot. And I'm just like, I don't know. I think maybe I would be like, look, you're important to me. Like maybe we both should just like not talk to him because I just don't think when, with my close girlfriends, if that, if it would be worth it. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. Yeah. I mean, I guess it just depends on the situation. I think at the end of the day, the most important thing is communication. Mm -hmm. You know? But I do feel like, at least this used to happen in high school, 
where I, I think that, or in college, like if someone says, oh, I like someone, like multiple people can like the same person. Yeah. And I kind of think it's like fucked up to like block a guy out of ever being able to date anyone else. Cause you liked him if nothing ever happened. Yeah. I think that's different mm-hmm. than like an ex. Yeah. That 100% different than an ex. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, girl code is sticky. I mean, I think it just really does come down to having each other's backs and caring for each other and having open communication and being open to like work through some of this shit sometimes. Cause sometimes it isn't so black and white. Right. 100%. As we've learned throughout this conversation. This episode. I know. I went into this episode being like, oh, you know, there's all, I always know the answer. And Same. now I'm like, oh. I know. So funny. Me too. And I feel bad that I'm like, I totally broke. I mean, I'm sure I've broken girl code a lot more than that too. Me too. I'm trying to think of like other times I've broken it, but I don't know if I broke it and you're listening. I'm sorry. I know. Me too. My apologies. I'm sorry. Never intended. It's never worth it. Never, never worth it. Well, sometimes I actually got a DM last thing I'll say is a girl sent me a DM saying that, um, and I forgot to screenshot it, but basically she started dating, um, someone's ex and they, now they've been married for like 10 years. So what happens in that situation? Do you give them your blessing? If someone dating your ex, would you be happy for them? I feel like my ex is too messy. I don't think I could be friends with my anyone. I don't know. I have too much of a history. I don't have casual exes though. Right. I don't have, but then again, I don't know. Like I said, I only have one ex-boyfriend and we were together for eight years. So if any one of my friends, none of my friends would, but. I do think this situation changes a little bit if you ended up finding someone that you were in a happy relationship with. Because I think if you're in another relationship and you moved, like, completely moved on, then maybe you're happy for your ex. But maybe you're not happy for your ex if they're with your best friend. Fuck that. (laughs) Right? I'm just picturing any of my best friends with him and that just makes me laugh. Yeah. No, it it would completely change the friendship. It would completely change our friendship. Right. That's so true. I think I could be... Right. friendly and like, let's say a new girl comes into his life and some way our paths cross. I would not have anything against her. I would not. I mean, maybe it's someone from our past who maybe I know. I don't know. I would be happy for them. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I was think. hard for me to say. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm dead. Well, you guys, if you have any other Girl Code stories, leave them in our Facebook group. Yeah. And um, we'll circle back there because I love reading this stuff. I know. Um, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know what you think. Share in your stories. Send us a DM. Talk to us. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. All right, we'll see you guys here next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.